realized last week, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but I realized last week about halfway through that I was recording to my headset. Oh. And I just was like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> and I realized that when I got up and started walking around and was like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Welcome to episode 455 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. I was watching. They were doing a... I think it was on the most recent episode of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. They did like a... I think it was... I think... Yeah, they were like... How Slime was made on Nickelodeon parody or whatever. Okay. And I was like, man, that's... That's hitting you in the feels when you think of how old that was, you know, when you were. Yeah, you I'm kind of on... surprised that they did a parody of how slime from Nickelodeon was made. But then <laughs> again, was... Matt, you have to understand. Well, it's weird no matter what, because Saturday Night Live is a show for adults. So at best, you were aiming it at people our age. Yeah. Maybe in their 30s. I yeah, guess well, in I mean, their 20s. Well, I mean, they still slime stuff, right? Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like. At first, I was about to say, "Well, it's so '90s," but no, like literally, the NFL did a did a Nickelodeon thing, and they had a the slime zone. So, I guess that's still a thing. I guess that hits a, a lot wider market than I thought, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> it was just Continue. well, it was just funny because I mean, like you know, I mean, it originated on you. You can't do that on television, which was a Canadian show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, don't you know, Matt? Americans, the best of us, are from other countries. <laughs> we take we take from other cultures. And uh, claiming it as our own, it's the American way. Yeah, and but it was just—it's just funny. It, it's a funny skit. I would recommend watch. It's called the Nickelodeon Show. Okay, uh, on on YouTube. See, in my head, I don't know what the skit is, but I would do like a, uh, I would do like a um, cultural. Uh, what's what's the word? Um, not exploitation, but like um, appropriation. Appropriation. Uh, I do. I would make like a cultural appropriation skit out of that. Well, it's Canadians get mad. <laughs> well, it's basically, you know, it's basically them doing these inappropriate skits and somebody getting slimed and then them, them constantly going, remember, folks, it was the 80s. Like, because huh. it's just like, it's just very, like, demeaning oh, to women. And like, I see, very, I see. It's like, this was okay. This was in the 80s. Yeah. Was it actually funny? It was just, it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's my problem with Saturday Night Live for like the last 20 years is most of the live stuff is like poorly timed and not particularly funny or well written. Yeah. And almost consistently the the best of Saturday Night Live are the pre-planned shot like a skit comedy show segments. Usually commercials, parody songs, like fake commercials, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, it really depends on the host too. Sometimes, like this sure. one that I mentioned had uh, John Mulaney. He was hosting, and since he was mm. a comedy, a comedian already, yeah, they usually do a lot better for sure. Yeah, 
But yeah, anyways. So what's what's going on? You beat Elden Ring. Are we done with that now? Do we have to still talk? Done about with that? it, Matt. Elden Ring is life. This is my new life. <laughs> Eat, sleep, work. Elden Ring. You and um, getting worse. Just that's all I see now. Is like seventy five percent to eighty percent of my feed now. It's just yeah. I feel like I feel Elden almost Ring. almost feel like a like a teenager wanting to like that's like really into one thing and just like dying to talk to talk about it with someone. Um. Yeah, so Elden Ring came out, let's see, today is Wednesday. Elden Ring came out basically three weeks ago. Yeah. And I think last night I went over the 100-hour mark, which is a lot for me. That's a, that's a lot of video game in a short amount of time. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I love it. I wasn't, even, I wasn't even planning on, like, jumping into it. You know, I don't play a lot of games right when they come out. I think the last one was the last of us part two. Like I have to like really be excited about the game Um, because otherwise you can usually wait or like a, I have all the patience in the world to get around to something like this. So I'm more than happy. Like if I've got a bunch like all right now, I've got a bunch of games that came out in 2019 and 2020 that I'm looking forward to playing. And I'm last we spoke, you talked about you, you wrapping up your game so you could get to this. Well, yeah. So I think at the time I had already decided that like, yeah, I'm going to dig in on this. Uh, and I'm so happy I did because it's, it's, it's really, really good. It's directly up my alley. It's a, it's an open world RPG from the makers of dark souls and bloodborne games that I have, I have played and loved particularly bloodborne. Uh, the last game they made was Sekiro, which was a ninja game, and I had to tap out of that game. That game was too hard. Um, <laughs> it, that game was different from the traditional formula because because there's no leveling in that game. So and there's no like summoning friends in. At least I don't think there is in that game. So you, you're, you're kind of on your own, and uh, it just asked too much for me. But uh, Elden Ring look, was just looked like it was up my alley, and sure enough, it, it is Dark Souls in an open world, basically. Um, and it's absolutely fucking massive. It's the map by square, you know, miles is not the biggest of any game I've played, but it's up there. And as far as just like shit to do, uh, this game is packed with it. It's uh, it's almost like, like a Skyrim, you know, elder scrolls where there's, feels like there's dozens of little caves except the caves are in my opinion more interesting laid out and there's like just more interesting going on but yeah it's um it's open world dark souls uh except like times three <laughs> as far as like the number of bosses the number of areas you go to how long it takes like i don't i don't think i i, def- I it's definitely the most hours by far I've put on a game and I think I'm getting close to the end of the game. I th- I think I've beaten three of like the f- four or five bosses you like have to beat by story, but the game has dozens and I mean dozens of like different I would say, I guess I would say bosses like enemies that come on screen and they get a name and a health bar at the bottom of the screen. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and it's 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 taking the gaming industry by storm. Like it is selling ridiculously well, particularly for these types of games. You know, these games are kind of known for being 
hard and um, unforgiving, um, which is uh, kind of, kind of flies in the face of current, like modern tradition, not traditional, modern AAA game design. Um, a lot of particularly open world games, and you know Ubisoft gets gets racked for this. Make are like kind of cranking out these somewhat cookie cutter open world games that share a lot of the same uh, mechanics and also, you know, make it super easy to play. You die and you might go back one or two minutes, probably because it's autosave nearby and you don't lose anything. You just get to start over if any, you know, um, waypoints and lots of talky talky story stuff. And this, in this game, you know, and then that's the kind of game they've been making from software has been making, uh, where they kind of just like throw you in. There's usually like a big cinematic open intro movie. And then like a, you'll talk to some NPCs now and then, but for the most part, you're just in this world, like trying to survive and kill bosses and figure out the game. But um, now, now in an open world with just like all the more. And it's, and it really is a culmination of everything that they've learned like making the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games. It kind of has a little bit of everything and they've even added more systems. So like, it's just fascinating seeing the types of people, you know, or, or seeing people really get into this one and, and people that have tried these games before and, and never stuck with them. And now they've tried Elden Ring and like, wow, they you know really like it. And some people are still like, that's just not what I'm looking for. You know, I don't need to have my ass kicked because the game, when I say the game is unforgiving, it's it's more forgiving than it has been in the past because like original Dark Souls, one thing it was known for is you die like it's a it's a third person action game, right? Like you swing a sword, maybe you hold a shield up to block attacks, and the game is not interested in making you look badass. It's more just like here's the world, see if you can get through it. Good luck. You know, it's a, it's a game where you, if you if you are dealing with two enemies at the same time, you're gonna have trouble. Um, because not because the enemies are just that relenting. It's just that the game, like it's, it's, it's almost like a game where you are playing as a low level enemy in the game and slowly leveling up as opposed to this like singular hero that has all these super awesome special abilities. It's just not a game made to make you feel awesome, except when you overcome the challenges in these games. And so again, Elden Ring is just more of that. Like it's like, it's got all the refinement it's got, there's, you know, it's got the dodge system with rolls. It's got the shield system. If you want to go that way, where you try to block the damage with your shields. Um, it's got a par- the parry system that they introduced. I think it, well, it was in the first dark souls, but they kind of refined it. Um, it's got a system now where like if you when you block an attack with a shield, if you hit like your heavy attack, you get this quick uh hard hit. It's and it's it's called like a guard repost. I mean it's just systems on top of systems. <laughs> He's going into a lot of stuff here, man. I mean like Am I getting a little too detailed? Yeah, I'm you're just, getting I'm a just, little, I'm little trying to describe you, Let's consolidate what we want to talk about on this My game. The point is that this game uh in particular, like they really genuinely are like want you to play how you want to play. And that can be anything from like, you know, like wielding a giant hammer with both of your hands and doing these big slow swings. Like you would think of like a, like a, like a big weapon wielder in soul caliber or something, or all the way down to, you know, like swords or, you know, sword and shield 
dual wielding weapons and that gives you new attacks. There's fucking like Wolverine claws and shit. There's a giant pizza cutter looking thing that you swing on your back. And if you hold the special attack, he just holds it out and it buzzsaws and you can walk around buzzsawing enemies like the, and, and that I haven't even touched the magic system in this game, which is deep and more powerful than it's ever been in games. And I've seen videos and there's like four times the number of spells as there were before and not to mention the summon system that they've added. So like, if you can't tell, I love this game. I highly recommend it. Um, I will say after a hundred hours, I, I am starting to like my, my fiery passion at the beginning is now just kind of like a simmering adoration uh, by which I mean, I actually wish, wish the game was shorter. I don't think that it needed to have this much shit in it. Like this, this, this is like, this is like a game that launches with like four big DLC packs, but it's just built into the original game. Um, so like, I'm still enjoying it. I'm starting to feel like I want to, to wrap up. Um, and that's all I have been playing. Um, so aside from that, we, uh, we saw the Batman. Have you seen the Batman? I have not seen it. Okay. Do you do you want to see it? Like, is it just you haven't got around to it, or you like Batman? Is it, are you a Batman guy? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I... <laughs> okay. I mean, so, you know, so like you're indifferent towards the character and then you watch the trailer and you were like, eh, you're like, also indifferent. It's so weird, right? Like mm-hmm. because there's been so many different iterations of Batman. Sure. Um, it's like I was actually just about to say that. Like there's a lot of different ways you can like your Batman. <laughs> like you can like like I, I, I'm a highly a fan of animated Batman. You yeah. Know, like animated Batman, animated Batman is for me quintessential Fantastic. Batman. Uh, then you got, you know, Michael Keaton, Batman, you got all those whole, right. like, we grew up Tim on Michael Burton, Keaton. Batman, uh-huh. like all those yep. weird Batman, quirky Batman, kind of, uh, but dark, you got Christopher Nolan, Batman, you got, yep. you know, uh, Gritty. Dark Knight, Dark Knight kind of returns Batman, that old age Batman, uh, Batman, oh, Beyond from the comics. Batman. yeah, we haven't even like touched yeah. into how Batman is in the comics. You've got yeah. uh, 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 60s wackadoo, uh, Joel Schumacher, Batman, yeah. you know that I, I always think of that Batman with Robin. Like as me personally, I never really cared for Robin. There have been some Robin storylines. I've liked Robin on the animated show, but for the most part, I prefer Batman as a solo agent. Um, and I kind of associate Robin with like the goofier side of Batman. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, that's mostly thanks to the fact that the show had a Robin, <laughs> you know, who spawned a catchphrase and, uh, you know, the brighter, you know, Jules, Joe Schumacher uh, Batman's had Robins. We never saw him show up show up in the the Nolan series. But yeah, this is uh, the one thing that we have not really seen much of him in uh, non comics form is the detective side. So that was the angle they were going for, like almost like a noir detective Batman. Yeah, uh, and for the most part, they they nailed it. I mean. It, it, it's. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, okay. With with several caveats, uh, my my feelings towards the movie kind of f- like 
thoroughly roller coastered throughout. Like the way it started, I was like, I don't know about this, you know, and was like fully ready to to not like it. And then pretty much by the time the Batmobile shows up, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm into what they're doing here. It's a totally different take on Batman. Uh from anything gosh. Uh, I would say I, I I didn't read year one, but I would imagine that year one is the closest um, mm. example of this. This is very so much it, like a year one Batman story. So it's more origin, not origin, it, but like well, after of, origin. Yeah, exactly. Think about a Batman or a superhero story where you pick up after the origin when they are like getting their feet under them. Like, part of Batman Begins gets into this. But, of course, Batman Begins begins <laughs> before the whole origin. It's, and, it's, and Batman Begins is all about, you know, his parents' death. And, like, you know, in the same way that the new Spider-Man is like, we're not going to rehash Uncle Ben dying. This movie does not rehash his parents dying. You don't see it. You, they... they talk about it like as as just a matter of fact thing it's not a crucial element to the story and that's nice and this batman is he's like figuring some shit out and it and it's also like a modern batman it's a batman that takes place in presumably 2022 um some of the gadgets he uses he he now has like these um contact lenses that have um you know micro uh, cameras and presumably microchips and, comp- and computers in them. And it like, it's something that like, I'm not going to say it's something we can do now necessarily, but it's like just outside to be like, yeah, that's a Batman toy, you know? And um, it's, it's a, a kind of more gritty, like I would say more realistic take on Batman. It's not completely realistic, but like in the first fight scene, you can tell that he like, he gets hit. He misses a swing, you know, it's not clumsy. It still looks good and cinematic and whatnot. Um, but, uh, and they, and they dig a bit more into the detective work. Although a lot of people are like, yeah, this is finally the movie that's like "Mm -hmm, world's greatest detective. You know, that's one of the the names of the Batman series for a long time was world's greatest detective. You know, it's, it's something he's supposed to be, uh, really good at it. Like usually pulls his gadgets out, but He's also supposed to be smart. And they get into that a little bit because of the, um, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, you know that the the villain is the Riddler. And in this case, he is like this kind of like, psych, like, like almost seven, the movie seven type of psychopath. Um, and my only uh, quibble with that is that I don't think that the detective stuff is as interesting as people make it out to like, like when he's solving the riddles, they're kind of, I want to say obvious, but they're not like, you're not satisfied by the answers to most of the riddles. It's more just like, I mean, in a way it's, it's, it's similar to how people have made fun of the Riddler in the past. I think there's like a video where Robin's like, maybe it was from South park or something. They were making fun of like, Hmm, it's a spackle. Well, the first two letters of spackle are SP, SP, like spelling, spelling B, spelling B. He's at the honey factory. It's <laughs> a little more like that, uh, as opposed to, you know, you feeling satisfied and playing along with it. Um, it's also too long. It's fucking three hours. And I don't mean <laughs> like it's three hours and I'm, and I actually mean it's like two and a half hours. No, it's like, I think it's like two hours and 
seven, you know, six, 55 minutes or something. Yeah. And you start to feel it. It, it, I think it needed an editor. Um, one last riddle or, uh, you know, r- r- riddle situation. Um, and, and similar to return of the King, it like feels like it ends two or three times before it actually ends. Um, but I still recommend it. It was a, like a breath of fresh air, uh, kind of take on Batman. I hadn't seen Batman like that before. He's, um, he's awkward. He's like this kind of reclusive loner type, even, even as Bruce Wayne. And, uh, I, I would recommend, I would recommend seeing it. I don't, I, I, I believe HBO has stopped putting all their shit on HBO max. Uh, so I, I E Warner. So, uh, you'll probably have to wait, but you know, I would definitely watch it on HBO when it comes out. Okay. Wonder how long it'll be before it comes out. It's a good question. It feels like a lot of the companies like want to go right back to how they did things before the pandemic. But, um, yeah, you know, Netflix is like half the time I'm like, oh yeah, that movie coming out. And then I'll hear that it's actually, you know, it's a Netflix movie and I can just watch it right now if I wanted to. And I'm like, oh wow, that movie, huh? You know, like as far as I'm concerned, they're releasing, you know, big budget and or like important movies at, at the level of any major studio putting things in the theaters. Yeah. So that, that. that kind of changes the dynamic and Amazon too. Not as much. I think they're still trying to really get that under them, but uh, yeah, it's, I canceled my Netflix to, this past month. This, oh yeah. Or earlier this month. Yeah. I was just like, eh, I mean like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm Not watching. Much on there you watch. I mean, yeah. I mean like, I got all these streaming services I don't even use, you know? Yeah, like, totally. So it's like, uh, I mean, like, I watched uh, The Adam Project mm. that just recently come out on there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Let them accumulate some stuff that you want to watch, and then you can turn it on again for a month. No. Oh, not even? You're just like, you're done? No, you're no, no. Out? I'm saying, I said, yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard a soft no. <laughs> like you were yeah. like determined. Yeah. Like you had something against Netflix and you're like, nah. No. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I do have something. I mean, like, well, did you see, I'll give you some more ammunition if you didn't see it, but I just saw today that they're going to start testing, um, requesting like, like if you share your Netflix information with someone outside of your household uh-huh. and they try to use it, it's going to tell them they need to set up a, their own account. Uh-huh. This is something they're going to start testing. That's fine by me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't share my stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people do. A lot of people like subsidize the cost of a Netflix account with that. But yeah, yeah, I'm like, is I don't know. I don't know. I say that, and I'm canceling my account. Yeah, it's like uh, I mean, it's, I mean, that's my thing. Why I cancel? I'm canceling it really is because I was like, wh- every month, every year, they're hiking it up. Yeah, and it's like when I mean, like I was thinking, like at some point, like all the things that you're getting equal cable, right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's like it's just funny Paramount, to me, like and Apple and Hulu and Amazon, Netflix, HBO, yeah, Di- Disney Plus, Disney and, Plus. Uh, it's just funny to me, like, and then how... Cinemax and Showtime are like, "Hey, subscribe to us too," and it's like, okay, guys, <laughs> you know, but they're always like an add-on that costs like almost as much as a full streaming service. Yeah. And so it's just uh, like, I'm thinking like, 
like I was, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm straight up always opposed to YouTube because you like don't really for it. get anything. Yeah. You, I mean, outside the ad stuff, like that I don't care a, about downloading it, fucking videos. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I mean, the ad thing is the only thing I would pay for. Yeah. And I'm not going to pay $15 a month or whatever. The fuck. It's not even, it's not even 10. I thought it's it was like, I feel like it is like eleven dollars or something. It's like, was it YouTube Premium or some shit? Isn't that the name of it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's eleven ninety nine a month. No, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> like hey, eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine, maybe. I mean, but like to go from what? What's the cost to go from Hulu to Hulu ad free? Hulu pricing. Hulu plans. So to go from Hulu to Hulu new no ads is six extra dollars. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like if it was six dollars for YouTube with no ads, cool. I'll pay six dollars all day long. But to go up to twelve dollars for just ad free shit, nah. I'm good, son. Yeah, fair. You are you are shrewd and frugal. Yeah, because I mean, like, you, you know, the more the more we contribute to it, the more they think it's okay to do it. So, if everybody would just stop paying for it, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. They right? would realize that hey, you know what? People don't want to pay twelve dollars a fucking month just to get no ads. It's like people keep pointing out that corporations are, are raising their prices. And in some cases they're, they, they can't show like a good reason for why they just want to make more money. And, and first of all, yes, I think that's bullshit. And I hate that. And fuck corporations at the same time, they wouldn't do it if we didn't pay for it. <laughs> like if, like if an industry is actually raising their prices just to raise their prices, you know, they're going to have, assuming they have competition, they're going to have some competitor who's going to be willing to like cut that <laughs> to make an extra profit. So yeah, that is the problem Matt. other people as usual. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if there will be something to compete with YouTube. You know, you figured there would yeah. be something by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what was it? I want to say Venmo, but that wasn't it. Vimeo. I was about Vimeo? to say Vimeo. I love Vimeo. And uh, there are, there are artists. It was mostly a music thing, right? Uh, I would say. It I, started I, off that way, I felt like. like that's I mean, for the, the most part, that's what I would find on there. Also, they allowed titties. So if you wanted to see like huh. YouTube. I mean, YouTube is still pretty hardcore about that. Although I've seen like lately, I've seen plenty of like random titties from like you know, not even like, <laughs> you know, native women from National Geographic special or something like that, or like, you know, like doctor's, pro- you know, doctor's exam or something. Um, so I guess they, they're not as hardcore, but yeah, like Vimeo for that. It was, it was kind of like an, like a videographer, like a video artist's place. Like it was a place people would upload high quality video and it still is like there are the uh, buh, 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 Epic Games released their Unreal Tournament five, six, not Unreal Tournament, um, whatever their engine, UE engine, uh, Unreal Engine, like four or five or whatever the most recent one was. And they put that video up on Vimeo because you can actually get 
like true 4K. Well, it's still streaming, but it like it basically downloads the video instead of trying to buffering buffer 4K. And uh, if you don't know anything about that, like it, any kind of busy image is not going to look good buffering on YouTube in 4K, no matter what it says down in the bottom about being in 4K. Yeah. But yeah, I always I always was annoyed and wondered why Vimeo didn't take off a little more. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. I, it feels like someone would, would step up and be able to... I, I, it's weird now that you mention it. Like, no one's even trying. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could... I guess it takes a lot of capital to compete, maybe. But, like, you could start a website. I could, I mean, uh, you know, a Zoomer would tell you that. What are you talking about? No one's trying. That's TikTok. Like... <laughs> Lots of people are on TikTok and you get a lot of stuff on TikTok that you would have otherwise gotten on YouTube for sure. Yeah. It's just weird like that, right? Yeah. Like you think somebody would step up like a Microsoft or something or Apple, you know, I hate to name, you know, just the other mega corporations, but (laughs) they would be the ones to give it a shot. Sound sounds Microsoft. The sound the sound of Microsoft. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the sound of Microsoft. I'm saying it's the sound of Microsoft. I'm saying it's the sound of Microsoft. I got hooked on watching like some like nineties music or something on YouTube. Music videos? Yeah, well, it was just like it was like a playlist of like ninety you know, just late nineties oh, yeah. or early two thousand I can't remember what it was, and that was mm. on there. Yeah, like so what kind of songs? Like, yeah, I think it was like 2000 or 2010 or something like that. I think that was there. Okay. I feel like that would include that uh, Nelly Furtado song. Which one? It? Not Nelly Furtado. Who's the one that sings, uh, follow me, follow me, follow me, down, 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 down. I think. Was it? That's Nelly Furtado. Ah, surprisingly hard to look this up. Uh, Google seems to think I'm looking up a pretty reckless song. Regardless, that kind of music. For some reason, it'll always stick in my head when you and I were driving around. Like, well, when you type in, huh? It does, doesn't it? Isn't that weird? Here we go. Now it's suggesting, yeah, Nelly Furtado. I was right. I guess you just type. I guess you could have just typed in Nelly on the end of it, right? And just yeah, probably. Then it would be like, that. "You're looking for this Nelly song." <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll always, turn always, off the light, huh? yeah. I, I like that song. I have it on my. Uh, I have an MP3 of that on my computer. That's weird. That's weird to me. What? That you would have a song that played on the radio at one point on your. Uh, I know, right. I wouldn't even have known about it. Uh, you probably don't remember this, but you and I were driving around downtown Pie Bluff at some point, and I was driving, and you were like, "That that girl looks like she looks like the girl from that song." And I, I, you saw some girl in a car. She looks, like, you were like, "She looks exactly like her." And I was like, "What?" I didn't even see the girl, and you were like, "You know, the, well, let me find me down, down, down." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because <laughs> of course I didn't know the song, and you're like, "You know the song." And then you were annoyed that I couldn't help you remember who Nelly Furtado was. This sounds accurate. Yeah. It's accurate. That that probably happened. <laughs> and then later I heard the song. I was like, it's a pretty good song. 
No, that it the way it up. starts. <laughs> that brings up a, a thought. I thought I wrote wrote it down, but I guess not. Like maybe I tweeted about it or something. Where it was mm. just, it's just interesting, like how you know we can be taken back to an era just based on like hearing a song. You know, like yeah. we can take like that. We can just lock on to that memory of just like. Yeah. We hear because you know I'll always say that you know I that early nine two early two thousands I can always say I think it was Michelle Branch that song has always stuck with me for like playing Magic Online uh, and Thousand like, Miles uh, taking the way downtown yeah her playing her piano as she's drive like riding through the streets or something like that like. That's always stuck in my because it was on. That was back when they had Total Request Live TRL, and like I would have like MTV going or whatever. Oh, it was Vanessa and that, Carlton? Oh, what did Michelle Branch sing. I get that other song that sounds really similar. <laughs> that other song that sounds kind of similar. Because <laughs> they come out at the same time, right? Yeah, they were definitely, and they were both like, you know, cute dark brunettes. Dark-haired, uh, similar music. I don't think it was this everywhere, was it? I don't know. I've got I typed in songs, and it's no, I, that's I, way too new because that's an eight-year-old video. It must be this. All you want? No, it's not that one. <laughs> it's not this one. Everywhere says it's two thousand one. Oh, are you happy now? Is that it? Are you happy? I do not recognize this song. <laughs> anyway, Vanessa Carton, Carlton. Yeah. But yeah, just just you like go through and listen to these things, and you're just like, yeah, this is like some Sarah Bellis over here, and, and some <laughs> Lisa Loeb. Ah, uh, yeah, New Radicals. You get what you give. Oh, this is my jam right here. I'm just gonna. You gotta get what you give. I don't know that don't song really. <laughs> you gotta get what you give. Yeah, man, it's just it's just interesting how you know. And I'm trying to think like, like, do you think you could hear a song and be? You, know, you, you probably have way better memory than I do. Uh, well, I know you do. Um, like, I'm trying to think: is there stuff that I could hear that would take me back to prom? But I don't think, I think so. I, well, the the key, what I find is like, if it's a song that I liked at the time and I continue to listen to f- through the years, it kind of dulls that effect, but still works. But <laughs> what? Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, it's funny because you uh, like David, uh, we went to hot springs this past weekend and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, saying, talking about alkaline trio mm-hmm. and about how he was like, he's like, I hate how this band didn't really take off. Like, like mm. They did a bunch of stuff, and I was like, "Well, I was like, I know Justin probably listened to him. I think I've seen stickers on things back yep. in the day. Yep. Like I was like, so I know, like I know at least Justin liked Alkali Trio. So <laughs> and he was like, yeah, they come out with some really good stuff, and like, yeah, and and I was like, yeah, it's just it's just in- interesting to like, I knew about like a lot of bands because like you and Dave listened to them. Yeah. Or had had you know stickers or something like that. Or oh yeah. And so it's just funny, like just just how much 
you don't think about it, about how much music will impact music can have an impact on your life. It's the soundtrack of our lives, man. Yeah. But it really is. I music is so important to me, but yeah, like what I was going to say is that what'll really grab you and throw you like directly back into a, a specific year is if you had forgotten about a song, but at the time you heard it a lot. And and sometimes this is really effective, even if you didn't like the song at the time or you didn't care about the song, you still would have like heard it on the radio multiple times. But then over the years, you just completely forgotten about it. And it wasn't, you know, usually it's a song that like, wasn't quite for me, like you, you know, as you imply, like most of the music I was listening to was like alternative or indie or underground. Um, eh, relatively speaking, I mean, we're just, we're talking about M2 here, you know, we're talking about 120 minutes on MTV. It was still like record label shit, but a lot of that stuff will just fall into obscurity. And then I'll hear it like 20 years later and I'm like, like falling into a fucking portal. Well, it's speaking of, well, go ahead, go ahead. Do you think, I mean, I would love to know the numbers between 80s, 90s, 2000s, and now on radio. You know, there's no real way to track it. What do you mean the numbers? Yeah, like like listenership. Oh. You know, like, I mean, like, there's no real way to track it. But I'm I'm thinking more and more about, like, how the majority of people probably have Bluetooth. Yeah. They probably just immediately plug it, hook up directly to it or. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to think. They like, listen to music on YouTube, or you know, when we were kids in the eighties, it was just it was that, or like maybe cassettes, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Uh, CDs Record became players. a thing in the nineties. Yep. But I mean, like, if you were to hear music, it, I mean, the only real way to listen to music in a car was the radio. You know, as kids, I mean, you would yeah. you would have a cassette player. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you probably listen to the radio. Yeah. But nowadays, like, kids probably just immediately are Bluetoothed in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just interesting to like how. Or their parents how, are and they're listening how is, to their playlist. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is new music circulating nowadays? Like, well, I is mean, it through YouTube? Is it through yeah. Twitter? YouTube? Amazon, um, like maybe TikTok. I mean, TikTok like TikTok for sure. Like TikTok is a huge driver in music. There's uh yeah, there are there are like there are songs from bands that ha- that are like their most popular streamed song because it was like it got it went viral in a TikTok video. There's a band called the Mountain Goats that have been around since like the early 2000s and are you know like you know, pretty like seriously indie. And for some reason, some of their music like just really clicked on TikTok with a lot of people. And now they are like, they have like, you know, tens of millions of streams. So yeah, TikTok for sure. Um, Discord probably, you know, I suspect. Really? Just, just friends. Well, just like friends sharing with each other, right? Like, Hey, listen to this song. That's the thing. That's what we didn't have back in the 90s uh, or even the 2000s. It was just like listening to the radio and maybe you're in the car with someone else and a, a song comes on and you both are like, yeah, I like I like this song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And you start singing along. You know, nowadays, kids fucking text each other. Listen to this. Or here's my Spotify playlist. Check this listen out. Listen to this. Or YouTube. Kids are going to love it. 
And you just like, the, and again, like the fucking kids are so fucking lucky to live in this day and age. Um, with the just abundance of choice of things to do at on demand. Yeah. And things to listen to and ways to get into whatever you want to get into as a, as a teenager or as a kid, you know, like you can find a community online. You, you can be the only BTS fan in your town of 400, but you're, you know, the moderator of like a 2 million <laughs> <laughs> fan group on discord or something. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, it really is. It, yeah. It, it's, it's, man, I know we've talked about it multiple times, but it's just such a hit or miss on is the internet good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Right. Like, it's not good or bad. It just is. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's just a tool. Yeah. Internets don't kill people, Matt. People do. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anything else you want, uh, anything you want to, anything else you want to talk about outside of? No, we're still slowly making our way through the good place. I think we're almost at the end of season three. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Hard to watch stuff when you just play an Elden Ring, I guess. It's true. We pretty much like something we load up with dinner, watch an episode. We're not, you know, we're not big time bingers. We'll skip yeah. a we'll skip a night. Like I don't feel like watching that tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, so annoying. Yeah, you you would you you would not you'd not be able to handle it. I mean, well, yeah, we've this we've been on this show for like four weeks or something. <laughs> you know, they're not long seasons. They're not long episodes. But that's just how we like it. And this show is fucking weird, though, man. I'm sure I've said it before, but, like, it just really gets out there. Yeah. it's. I mean, that's it's good about fantasy, right? Yeah, can do I agree. You can explore those things. And again, they don't, they don't dwell within an idea for too long. They never let it get old. And uh, that I like about it. That's the main thing that gives me, that keeps me pulling along. Well, aside from the, the clever writing. But no, nothing, nothing else. Okay. Uh, a few show notes here, I think. Let's see. Uh, do you think there is consent among the animal kingdom or is it all rape? Like, do you think animals uh, can progress? Like, I don't know, like emotionally or just. No, or is it I all don't. Prim- I think- is it all primal it's just primal. like it's it's nature um like yeah i'm not even gonna like <laughs> proffer uh an opinion on that and my, my opinion is that it's just nature it's just it's how reproduction works in the wild so you don't think you don't think there's that you don't think i mean clearly animals communicate right yeah, to one yeah, another yeah 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 and there there is there has to be like some intelligence there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, in the same way that computers have like some intelligence. Well, I mean, but I'm saying like, well, I can't, why can't, why can't it evolve? I mean, we won't see it in our lifetime. Oh yeah, it could. I mean, yeah, they could get smarter, I guess. Do you think, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think, I mean, we're just, we're just, a singular species in that, in that capacity. I, know, just, I was just thinking like, like 
do you think I'm, I'm, I mean it's just it's just weird to me that just it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna reproduce I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck you know I'm just gonna like it's just I don't know <laughs> like I mean I will say that for the most part in the animal kingdom the female is usually larger so um I, I you know and and in a lot of cases the female eats the male uh, and the male like literally just dies upon reproducing that's all part of the process so i suspect yeah. that like i would rest easy at night <laughs> well, i don't i mean i don't think that's the case with any mammal though right i don't i don't know matt i, I haven't watched yeah. enough like videos of elephants fucking i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yeah your wife walks in on you and you're watching like just animals i'm doing this for science i'm doing research right? honey. i'm trying to understand if if these animals are ever gonna fucking like you start asking her opinions no. like well no honey what do you think about this one like you keep bothering her <laughs> like you see here he gets her by the nape so she the- looks kind of docile but w- upon penetration I really <laughs> I don't know if she's <laughs> is, this is coming up to her well, what about this honey <laughs> this is a video from 1982 now watch right? this video and let's compare it to this video in 2017. <laughs> now you see this duck's penis yeah it's like a weird corkscrew thing so can we really say <laughs> uh you could probably write an interesting sci-fi film or series about a psychologist building a device that extracts memories that changes a person's behavior things like racism addiction obesity conditioning etc so the idea here being that we are a, uh, a a nurture society and people's past influence how they become the way they are. So you would literally delete specific like memories yeah, that like led to the we being. Are, yeah, we are a nature. We are a, uh, the product of our environment. Yeah, you know, not so much the product of you know, uh, you know, just chem- chemistry or whatever, or, or genetics, or we are we're, we're more built around you know what happens uh, to us, what happens to us as yeah. a kid, and all that kind, of, you know, and like, and and, and so it would be interesting to like a scientist figures out a way to either uh, extract those memories or. Uh, can they replace the memories? Like, what if manipulate them to yeah. where they're more positive? Um, I don't know, Matt. That's an interesting philosophical sci-fi premise. It's kind of similar to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You know, they were editing their memories so that they wouldn't feel bad. I was, yeah. I just, it's just, it's and I was, I was watching an episode of Seinfeld yesterday and it was the episode that it it left off where kramer leaves new york and he goes out to hollywood and this episode was them picking up with kramer in hollywood and him being accused of murder and this guy's interrogating him yeah i didn't and this guy's interrogating him and he's like he makes a reference to being like sexually abused as as a as like maybe as a kid or something oh so he makes like a child molestation joke yeah like a guy in a park right wanted you to like 
touch him or, or something yeah. like that. And like, and like the audience is laughing at this, right? Sure, and they, sure. And I was like, and like, and at at the end of it, uh, he's like, they're like, yeah, let him go or whatever. And Kramer makes a reference. He's like, how'd you know about the guy in the park? And, I was and, like, it's, and it's played for jokes. Like, like he was yeah. molested as a child. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like what? Ha-? Like, yeah, it's so yeah. weird. The things we don't catch. Right. In the era uh, that it's in. Or that we like didn't take us seriously. Sadly, yeah. sadly enough. <laughs> and it's like, wow, we made jokes about that. Like, it's yeah. just, eh. it's so interesting. Like, like we talked about at the beginning of the show about like how we're like, oh, it's the eighties, you know, like they make the like the jokes, things were acceptable apparently back then. You know, it's like so weird uh, how we allow things because it's like a mindset. Like I, I've been thinking about uh, just my past behavior and how I think it was okay to do certain things uh, as as a t- teenager, even sure. as an adult. Sure. Because of this mentality of, you know, I'm a guy, I'm going after a girl so I can say things or do things because movies have portrayed it a certain way or society thinks it's okay to do a certain thing. And so therefore we do it. We keep, we keep doing these things or saying these things. And then we don't think about it being inappropriate because other things have reinforced the idea that, Oh, they're not inappropriate. It's okay to do this stuff. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's, uh, man, I just, I just feel bad. (laughs) Like, well, you know, passing, like, you know, you feel bad and that's a good thing, but also, you know, you're different now. You, you know, better now, at least yeah. you're not one of these assholes who like looks back and goes like, whatever, I never done nothing <laughs> wrong. You know, I hate, uh, I hate the brown people back then and I still do. There's nothing wrong. With <laughs> <laughs> not that you've ever, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, I feel bad for the kids that got plastic bags as toys. You know, like, <laughs> like, like I the feel bad. Comes for on, those... You're supposed to give me a toy, and they're like, like oh, they take their carton the, of cigarettes the, out and hand the, them the plastic bag. Yeah, the kids that that got those things that had to make the warning for the to- for the plastic bags. <laughs> I see. Like it's just the idea this, that no warning just is like a good idea. Yeah, it always the, the comes warning, from a bad incident. That there was a parent that was yeah. like, "Why? What happened?" Here, to your kid? And they were like, "It was a toy. I gave him a toy." <laughs> he <laughs> like, said he wanted to be a ghost. Like they used the excuse that the bag was a toy. He said he wanted to be a masked bandit. Yeah, so I gave him the oily rags <laughs> and the lighter because he wanted to be the Human Torch. What's the parent to do? He, I gave him a bag of shards of glass. Shards I remember of what, glass. I don't even remember what that one was for. That's just what it was for. You mean what it was from? Yeah, what what the? Well, I know it's is, but yeah. I don't remember what what the costume was supposed to be or whatever. Oh like, yeah, the oily rags and the lighter was Human Torch. Right. I don't remember what the glass. I don't either. I think it was like like it's supposed to be a jigsaw puzzle, kind of. Or... I don't. I don't know what it was for. <laughs> This is the old eight, uh, 70s. I was probably yeah, 70s, early I would say 80s. 70s, SNL, like maybe like 1980 on the dot. Yeah. Uh, if if life was a sitcom and I had unlimited resources, 
like all those characters seem to have. I would have sent you guys a wreath and a card that says, oh, okay, this is in regards, this is to to you and Jennifer. Mm -hmm. I I would have sent you guys a wreath with a card that said, my deepest condolences on your loss of Russell Wilson. (laughs) And and one of you would have read it out loud and the laugh track would have played. So I guess if, yeah, if life was a sitcom, I had unlimited resources, like all, because every, you know. Like the idea that you need unlimited resources to send us like a a total of $30. No, a wreath? Have you looked up the cost of a funeral wreath? Oh, okay. No, I have not. Like a hundred and something dollars at least, (laughs) right? But still, like, you could afford that. What do you mean? Like, the scenario could have been where you're just, like, really rich, I guess. Yeah, but what in what what realm am I just going to waste a hundred and something dollars for a fucking joke? Oh, lots of people do that shit, man. But people, there there are people out there that really get into that. People where they got the fucking unlimited funds and they're like, then like later on the episode, they're like talking about how they can't afford rent or some shit. You know, it's like, what? Like, well, just to say, like, if we got the reef, we'd get the reef, we'd read the note and you get the laugh track. And it would be like Jennifer looking over my shoulder and she would be like, should we tell him we don't even like the Seahawks? And then wait for the laugh track. That would be the joke. I mean, that would be the (laughs) joke. I'd be like, nah, let them have it. And then the laugh track and it'd go to commercial. (laughs) The average cost of a funeral wreath usually falls between $100 to $400 or more. Right, because it's like, it's a stand and the wreath is made out of real ass flowers, right? Yeah, usually, but most of the time they're like fake, I think, so you can save them or some shit. I don't know. Oh, okay. I never understood wreaths because they're like, what are you doing with that? Like, <laughs> you know, are you burying it? Are you, I mean, oh, like, you after, mean afterwards? Yeah, after the funeral, what do you do with it? Still, I just like, you, I never understood wreaths because what are you doing with that? <laughs> I mean, like, well, I mean, like. Just what are, are you, you doing with are that? Are you hanging it at the house? What I mean, like what? Yeah, right. Yeah, what happens to all yeah. those after a funeral? I mean, like, well, they always put them on the casket in like the movies and the sitcoms, right? Yeah, they always, like they put it on the casket, so. and then do they bury it with that? I mean, like, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't get. Fucking There's some metal in there, sh- right? Like, yeah, like, recycle I, that for the stand. I never, under, I never understood <laughs> any of that shit. Funeral. I've only ever gotten just, flowers. I'm, I feel like I'm. I feel like I need. I'm kind of well, like, not doing my part. I should have been getting some wreaths. Well, I mean, like what I I know. I think. My I think I asked for like people to donate or something to cancer research or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe when my mom passed. That's nice. Or, That's good. You know, it's like what? What's I mean? Like, what good are flowers? Or you know, sure. Um. Anything like that? I know the company uh, that I work for; they donated to a cancer. Uh, or I think I think I I told them I wanted to donate to hospice because ah. of what hospice had done for my mom and everything. That's and nice. so they donated to that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, like I just don't, yeah, just understand. Like it's a showing of sympathy, but come on, folks. I right. mean, like. With the cost of it and everything, like it's a, uh, it's it's so, like there's just so much. Yes, I I agree yeah. entirely. Like it, there's just so much wasted money 
because it's what we do and it's like what's the word it's the it's the right etiquette that's the right etiquette to blow several hundred dollars i mean <laughs> you know if you're if you're if you're spending it because you think it's actually something that would make them feel better then that's that's one thing yeah but yeah i i agree that a lot of what we do is is more tradition and keeps a few companies in business that you know m- maybe are leeching upon the grieved a little bit particularly in the funeral business right like fucking coffins jesus yeah man like i'm i'm glad my mom i mean i'm not glad but she said i didn't understand this logic by the way this is dumb fucking logic i didn't understand it at all but my mom was claustrophobic so she's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be buried. Wow. And I was like, you're fucking dead. Like, <laughs> also, are you not afraid of fucking fire? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, follow the logic for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, I don't want to be buried. And I'm like, okay. I mean, Sure thing, mom. I mean, I mean yeah, right? Like, right on. And honestly, yeah, right. You got to be thinking like, oh, you know. <laughs> it's it's. I, I I fully believe in cremation personally. I mean, it depends, right? Mm-hmm. If future can get but, to the point, yeah, to where it can clone me, I want some DNA to be left behind. Mm. You know. I think it would be. I think it'd be really funny if I got. I mean, it wouldn't be funny, but it would be funny. (laughs) Where if like I end up dying, and a part of you, I mean, is gonna be like, all right, I might get some money from Matt because he talked about how he's gonna leave me some money and all that kind of stuff. He puts asked me for my social security number and all that. He's gonna, and then all of a sudden, like, you just find out, like, no, he. he he saved all his money to be like his head preserved and <laughs> cryogenically frozen so he could be like hopefully resuscitated in the future. That would be funny. You should be able to well, it doesn't work that way for life insurance. <laughs> well, you could leave it to a trust though, right? And that trust would ensure that that money be spent for I don't know. I don't know that you can I don't Surely. know. That's a good question. That's a good Surely question. I can say what happens. Life insurance. To my, oh, life insurance. Huh? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like yeah, life insurance huh. is specific. Can my beneficiary be the trust? That's hmm. what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't you know. Think life insurance has to be for somebody. Like somebody has to. Somebody else has to benefit off of that. I think so. I think that's the idea is that like your, your, (laughs) your new non-existence is a burden upon them. That's what's weird about life insurance is like, yeah, like it, it should, it should make sense as far as who gets it. But you know, you get to decide I can, you know, take out a life insurance policy on myself and put, you know, some rando from the phone book. For those using life insurance to fund a trust, be sure you have made that clear via beneficiary designations. If the parents pass away, the life insurance policies would pay out to the trust. 
The designated huh. trustee would then manage the trust assets on behalf of the minor children. Oh, that's so mm. Oh, sure. Yes. For what they're not old enough. I just uh, thought of like an interesting movie premise where this, uh, this guy finds like 10 strangers or more. I don't really care. And <laughs> he, uh, he, he tells them that like, I took out life insurance on myself and maybe he picks like 10 people who are unscrupulous, like people that have been convicted multiple times of being a con artist, like maybe a lady who has clear, like more or less clearly killed her husband twice, but geez, they've been unable to prove it. And she's like, like gotten away with the crime. And she's like, Hey, I took out a big ass life insurance and you're the beneficiary. Just letting you know, you know, just to fuck with them and see like, (laughs) Like he would be, he would be suicidal in this case. And it would be some story about these people, you know, so wait, thinking he... about killing him, whether it's oh, worth it, so whether they could get away with it. He's telling these people. So it's like almost like suicide by cops, but it's suicide Kinda. by criminals. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I I, I don't know this. Someone else fill out the plot. I'll come up with a synopsis. Yeah, I'm the idea man. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all run along with this and make it good. (laughs) Yeah. It's supposed to be a Knives Out 2, right? I don't even Uh know how it's supposed to play out. In fact, I think Netflix secured the rights and it'll just be on Netflix. Buy like three of them or something? It's supposed to be like multiples, I think. It's like, I guess it's, is it just following the same Daniel Craig character, I guess? Yes. Like, yes. The knives what out I understand. part was because of the, the fucking chair, right? <laughs> like that's the whole knives out, right? Yes. Well, I mean, it's a double entendre. It's, it's that, but also, you know, it's about, you know, the people, the people getting at each other's throats. Oh, okay. But that'd be like teeth out. out, right? No, I think it's... They're bearing their teeth? I think the saying is knives out. Is it? People that are hostile towards each other, suddenly hostile, or newly hostile, or just hostile. Let's see, knives out saying. The knives are out. The knives are out. That's the saying. The knives are out. Are are ready to blame or punish someone for something often in a way that is unfair. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Anything else you got to talk about? No. Okay. All right, then. (laughs) How about you? That was that was a, that was what you call a pregnant pause. Why don't you give birth to that? Uh, yes. mm. No, I ain't got anything. Okay. Oh, I'm, I, I haven't seen anybody talk about the whole. Uh, hmm. All right, go ahead. Daylight right. savings time. I was just about to say that. I was like, "Ooh, what do you think about this?" No, I've seen lots of people talk about it. Um, oh. So my thing so, is like, yeah. so apparently it won't take effect for another year. Yeah. Because like stuff is scheduled or some shit. And I was thinking like, 
What do you mean? Like, I mean, it's still 6 That's p.m. Not... no matter what. Like... No matter what, I mean, like if if you have something, oh yeah, that's that's a good point. S- scheduled something for like eight p.m. Huh. on a Thursday, yeah. in, in November, yeah. It's st- guess what? It's still going to be eight p.m. in fucking November. Yeah, that's a good point, Matt. That's a like, good point. It, it makes no. I was like, oh, so if it's plus, dark, plus I we're guess? talking about shit after November. Well, they still have to take it. I think that has to go to the House of Re- uh, almost at the House of Republicans. The um. House of Representatives next, right? I I don't I know that the the Senate passed it a hundred percent. Wait, I thought it had to go to the house. I thought it went to the House first, and then it goes to the Senate. You're probably right. Maybe it's just Biden's it signature at this point. I don't. Fucking Let's know. see. But yeah, no. When they announced that shit, I mean, people have wanted that for years. Like uh, Washington, Oregon, California, and a couple other states have all like passed their own permanent daylight savings time bills. Uh, But it's apparently, I don't know if it's in the constitution or just the way the law works, but apparently they were, they're unable to do that without federal approval. Um, And so that is what is out of nowhere, suddenly happening after people have been pushing it for years. I heard on a podcast, someone said that like people seemed particularly annoyed with it this year. (laughs) Which I could see, you know, we're all fed up. We're all a little high strung because of the pandemic. And this year I we're wonder, just like, no, fuck you. This is stupid bullshit. <laughs> if it will be even harder to figure out what time it is in Arizona. <laughs> uh, it actually would. Well, it would. Uh, it would only be harder year round as opposed to most of the year because they stay on standard time all year. So they would be an hour off just another three months. <laughs> I I do. I mean, like I'm, I'm all for ending the clock changes. I thought they were, I mean, no one doesn't think it's stupid <laughs> at this point. I don't think it's stupid. The clock changing. I, well, I just thought it was cool that we, we kind of changed because it was seasonal, you know. As, All right, I'll fill you with that. Like it, feel, the it days, is, the days it, got longer, so we got more. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to change our, as as to kind of make it so that sunrise was always trying to be at this time, you know. I always thought it was kind of backwards, to be honest, because yeah, the summers are longer, but like it's already daylight later in the summer. So then they just like apply a times two multiplier to that and shit. And then in the winter, when it's darker, longer and earlier, they're like, I will take that hour away, which I suspect is a big part of why, you know, they're just like, let's just go to it permanently. And like, it's one of the most unanimously popular one sided, like I I would say it feels like like eight out of 10 people are on board with the shit specifically going daylight savings year round, which I think is kind of silly personally, but I don't know which one would be, which. I mean, I couldn't tell you which one would be, which anyway. So the winter time, we, we just left standard time and we are now in daylight. But would it saving matter time. which one it is? Uh, it would matter because the rest, most of the rest of the world, our, our time zones are based off universal. What is it? UTC universal UTC time whatever the C stands for. Um, 
Yeah, that's what like what does that C stand for? I the sad part is I literally looked this up the other day because I was going to make a, a a Twitter rant and then I abandoned the rant. Coordinated uh, Universal Time. Coordinated, right? It's it's UTC, but it's it's different. It's probably because it's the UTC is like I like how it's a translation UTC. But... But it's coordinated. This is what I'm saying. Universal time. Like I suspect it's it's from a different language that's that still uses the same letters, and for some reason it's out of order. Uh, I don't know. Regardless, we, we European all, motherfuckers. We, we all agreed on us. We all agreed to divide the world into 24 longitudinal sections called time zones. Um, and did now, we make it 24? It would is have it to be 24, right? Would it? Yeah, because that's how many hours there are in the day, and it's it's off by one hour per time zone. Let's see. You, you've got one, me second guessing two, myself, even though there's no reason one, I should two, be. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. 25? No way. I'm wait. 25? <laughs> if you're looking at a map of time zones around the world, is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Okay. This is a great opportunity to point out that one of the reasons I abandoned my Twitter tirade is how fucked up time zones already are across the world. Like, look at France and Spain. They're all like, we're in this other time zone. <laughs> it's like, no, you are not. You are clearly not. Yeah, so there's... <sighs> So there's there's yeah. one that's plus 12 and there's one that's minus 12. Well, yeah, because it would be the other day. And I think the minus and pluses are based on what is it? Greenwich time. G- so GMT? those would be. So there's 25 time zones. Greenwich mean time. So which I guess or, that's accurate. But that, that means wait, that one right? would be one would be quote unquote zero. Right, Justin? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, this says 24 time zones. Well, one's minus 11, one's minus 10. I think that's minus nine. Map of time zones. If I, I'm looking I'm looking at it, you got, I'm counting out 25. Where am I missing? Am I missing something? If you have a minus 12. Yeah, because there's a zero. So there's. There's a zero one, and and there's twelve. There's plus twelve and minus twelve, so that's twenty four. And then the zero one would be the twenty fifth one. So it has to be twenty five time zones, right? No, I think I think the part you're missing because I'm looking at a map. If you look at the far left one. That's the same time zone as the far right one. Like I'm looking at a right. map that says yeah. sun okay. one yeah. eleven. But there's but there's a minus twelve and there's a plus twelve. I don't Yeah. So that's twenty-four. God damn it, Matt. The problem is, is there's a now zero time zone. Yeah. If you count them out if you count them out, there's twenty-five. I did count them out though. One, two, three, four. 
think it is only 24, but I can't explain. I mean, are you counting 25? So, so, okay. So here's what I'm seeing, Matt. Are you, are you looking at the Wikipedia one? I'm looking at the Wikipedia one. Yeah. So so it starts off at minus 11. So look over. So look as far as the width of these are concerned. You see the plus 12 and the minus 12. Yeah. You're saying those are two different time zones, but they're not actually. They're the same time zone, but because they are 24 hours apart, I, the international dateline splits that time zone. Yeah. It decides so, but it's so on weird one side me. of it, you're at the same time, but an entire day later. <laughs> but that's two which different is time zones. Which is, well... It that is okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes, Matt. <laughs> there are twenty-five. Yes, but <laughs> there's only room for tw- like the division is still twenty-four. It's just that yeah. the twenty-fourth is split I in love. two. Okay, fair enough. I, I can't. Fair I can't enough. wait for listeners to chime in on this one. <laughs> well, we got there, and we're right because you're right. Like it's... one is an entirely different day, which means. It's a different day, right? Like it's it's the twenty fifth. But I'm I'm just saying, like you can't have a plus twelve and a minus twelve and consider those the same fucking time zone. I'm no, sorry, you're right. Uh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I was just I was trying to squeeze the time zones into twenty four segments, <laughs> which it does. Except as we look at this map together, you again you just see how completely fucked up it is. <laughs> like Argentina should be in one time zone, maybe in a plus one and it's well, in like how, minus one. <laughs> well, it's like Greenland. Greenland's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. We ain't got enough people up in this bitch. We all in the this number. Whole, if you in this country, three. you fucking know where you're at. All right. Yeah. But then like, look at my beloved Iceland over there. They're like, we're in the United Kingdom time. What? Why would you? Because we want to be. You're supposed to be a negative one. Fuck you. Talk. Negative one, negative two. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So, yeah. And so all of that, all of that said, once I looked at this map, basically, I was like, ah, I don't care. Fuck it. Make it all <laughs> permanent daylight saving time. At Just least make people quit walking about it. UTC zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, Matt, because... I, I heard about there was a time like in the eighties that someone tried to come up with a universal time. Um, yeah, just like a star with the idea that like, <laughs> no matter where you are on the planet, it's whatever time. The yeah. problem is people were unable to like understand what time of day it would be say in Japan at seven o'clock when it's, you know, yeah. Dawn where you oh, are. It's, yeah, it's like it's also 2 seven o'clock. Yeah, like... <laughs> exactly. You'd have to be like, uh and it's actually much easier to just know what time of day it is and be like, oh, okay, they're asleep right now. Or oh, they're you yeah. know they're almost at lunch. You know, oh, everyone's logged off for the day. <laughs> it's it's five PM there. <laughs> but yeah. What the fuck is Alaska on? It's on negative nine. The whole fucking thing. Again, I think it's like, there's not that many people. Fuck it. <laughs> We're just all going to be on this. It's so weird. Canada, too, like has a lot of negative six. Like, breaching west. <laughs> more, more negative seven, though, right? Yeah, true. True, yeah. What the fuck is that all about? It's like... <laughs> 
for that oh those are different territories so for whatever reason yeah. i think that's alberta they must all just like say fuck it negative seven leave us alone <laughs> China Are too. We like... China said, "Fuck your time zones." <laughs> I mean, I guess right. I mean, yeah. there'd only be a two-hour difference, I guess, right? Really, if you're on the far west side of China, yeah, yeah, roughly. And India, five and a half. We're in our own shit. Iran too. We got some halves up in this bitch. Where? I feel like that would be more confusing. Oh, is that what that stripe means? Yeah. Halves? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Australia. Poor yeah. old fucking Australia. Yeah. It's smack Wait. dab in the middle. It's like <laughs> Does it say eight and three quarters? I don't Why would they even do that? <laughs> what, what the hell? Nine, nine and a half, eight and three quarters. Is it three quarters or nine quarters? Oh, you can get really close. Nine and a half, nine and a half, and then it is three this quarters. Little tiny spot. This little tiny spot in Australia is like plus eight and the three quarters. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even realize that was just that little. That's fucking weird. This makes me want to watch a YouTube video where someone collates all this data into. Bright, flashy, and interesting images. Yeah, while... be the cartographer that has to come up with this shit. Yeah, while saying interesting things, you know, in an interesting, usually British voice to me. Oh my god, about it. I, it's just so fucking. Oh man. Yeah, it's all over the place, man. Ugh. Look at Malaysia. It's got its little, its little arm sticking in there. Oh, just oh, gonna man. just gonna sketch past you there and get our <laughs> just let me just get, get our some little time bit. here. <laughs> oh man, time zones, man, fucking dumb. Yep. All right, uh, thanks for episode four hundred and fifty-five of Outlandish Podcast. If you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast dot com. You can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash outlandish podcast. You can uh, like us. So are you on there? Uh, follow us on Twitter at Atlantis Cash. You can follow me at Atlantis Matt. You can follow Justin at Atlantis Beats. Thanks for listening to episode 455, and we'll catch you on 456. Bye. Bye. Sammy, right, there you go. Say thank you for listening to Atlantis. Thank you, Atlantis. Good enough. <laughs>